What are you going to do for the? What are you going to do for the? I haven't one? got anything currently scheduled, um, or anything currently written down. Um, uh, yeah, because because we we're now the, with ones that will go out like end of August, right? Uh, no, we're now in September. In September. Um, okay, so fourth years have just finished their project. Now they're going into research. Yeah, so it's more maybe for third years more than. Well, I suppose we can look at it from a research aspect. Um, we, we've covered design, uh, you know, design of equipment and things like that. Why don't we do um, one on like how how? I mean, all students will realize during the design project sort of that you can't do design without research. But I think a lot of students mm. are under the impression that you can do research without any design. Okay. You know, we we Let's went we goes. went down this yeah. route with Atkins a long time ago, yeah. but I think that what that ended up being micro low level apparatus design very quickly um yeah we we could actually go through that if you do have a research problem how do you actually Mm. identify the research problem because Mm. you're actually using what you know from design in terms of you know it's at uh, ga1 problem solving yeah i'm solving bad so whatever you do for research so maybe we could do something about how research is is similar to design and how you you know design doesn't just stop yeah I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll, uh, yes, okay, cool. I've got some good points for that. Okay, cool. Uh, and then, all right. Morning, Mr. Burr. Morning, Mr. Shackman. Uh, I, I need to preface, I, I should probably preface with this an apology, but um, first things first, did the toast arrive this morning? Uh, yeah, it did. Um... Okay, well, well before, before you say more, um, let me preface this with, an explanation of Jeremy um, sort of he is now building up to a world tour uh, to sample the various culinary cuisines of the world uh, obviously I only let him cook toast um, that's for everyone's benefit uh, so he has prepared some toast from around the world okay that sounds pretty good before you bef- before the delivery went off, I, I I did have a look and you know checked in what he did. I, I find I have to do that these days. Um, so I know what he already sent. I know about all 196 pieces of toast representing all the various countries of the world. Um, I I think you know what what, what happened. Uh, well, it's a, it's a interesting story. Um, it's all the same. Yes, yes, it's um, apparently, well, yeah, a toast is toast, no matter where you are. So Jeremy is looking smug as all shit right now, having cooked 196 pieces of toast for you and saying that they're from different parts of the world, all 196 countries. The United Nations of toast. Oh, yes, that is, that is this morning's collection. (laughs) Good God. Toasting Design, Shaka Shaka and Michael Burr. We talk a lot about design and... Do we? We talk... Is that what we do? <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it comes up in conversations once or twice. Um, it may have been why we keep doing this Tuesday morning um, conversation. Uh, but the one thing that, you know, when you look at engineering, there are basically, it comes down to two things, research and design. Um, and when we're doing design we can see the the application of research it's a gaining of information it's the experimentation of ideas um, and, and testing of hypotheses 
However, what is not maybe always seen in the other direction is the application of design and research. Very basically, we've covered in a previous podcast uh, with Mr. Atkins, where we looked at how we would design a piece of equipment um, and maybe what we'd consider. But very generally, we, we haven't kind of looked at it and maybe it's ignored. But research is the investigation of a problem. And design is about solving or identifying a problem and solving it. That that problem aspect is incredibly important in research and design has a very important role to play there. I think what's what's important is if we, I mean, um, I, I, I don't do uh, a heck of a lot of student research projects anymore, but mm. what you could define research and, and, and what the graduate attribute has defined it is the ability to plan and conduct an experiment. And that experiment could be physical, it could be theoretical, it could be mathematical, it could be any, any form of experiment. An experiment yeah. is a series of tests. Those tests provide answers and then um, some form of um, trend or whatever is extracted from, from that. And I think the key thing here is to plan and conduct. Yes. And before you can plan and conduct anything, you need to know what do you need to plan and what mm. do you need to conduct. And the, the one problem which lots of students do uh, or expose themselves to is the actual problem solving because students see research as a machine. You turn the handle and you get data and you've done the job of research. I'm afraid yeah. that is purely conducting an experiment. It is not planning, yeah. then conducting an experiment. Um, and a lot of students do get caught out in, you know, they, they turn the machine, they get data, but what was the problem? Yeah. And, and why was, uh, why was it? solved in that way why was the experiment constrained to to those variables um why were these neglected um and and lots of students get caught out for that yeah and the way i also see it is that you've got it's seen as i have you know i need to make this measurement right i've got this way of doing it well as the same with design there are options there are different alternate ways of approaching it um based on the problem, based on how that, that sort of problem for your research is actually defined. But that side of looking at alternatives is incredibly important in research. So whether it comes down to a measurement technique, how do you measure temperature? Well, you can use an infrared camera or you can use a thermal paint that changes color and then we don't need to use a thermal camera, we can use a normal camera or we put a thermocouple on or we, do put a certain amount of heat in and we measure how the water boils or something of the sort there are multiple different ways of doing it and you have to consider those options because the standard right let's throw a pitot tube inside the wind tunnel isn't always the most appropriate option yeah um so let's get back to that 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 problem then uh in starting off what is the role of the problem in research for you well, for me, um, the, 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 the problem comes down to how well you actually understand it. And mm. to me, I, I see, the, to me, there, there's, a, there's a distinction between how you would do it in design and how you do it in research. And we've mm. tried for years to explain to students, and, and that's why I've gone off the entire label of a literature survey. It, it now no longer exists uh. in design. It's, uh. it's called something else. And, and it, uh. it requires a, a, a different set of skills. But what a survey would be in design is to 
look at all the different components that that go into a problem the if if you're fighting fires it's going to be you need to understand what is burning why it mm. burns how it burns how everything affects it weather etc and how do you put it out and you'd have to understand all of those, but you wouldn't go into the level of research detail because you're conducting a survey. You get some yeah. numbers on how much retardant you, you need to put out of fire, how hot it burns, how many you know kilojoules per square meter or whatever it is, um, aerial application versus fault from the ground, etc. Um, and and you would then process your own form of data. That would be what a, you would do for design. Yes. Research would basically be to go and and find a whole lot of data on people that have had burn tests and they'd done aerial drops from different heights with different retardants at different speeds and they'd plotted effectiveness of dousing of fire versus variables X, Y, and Z. And you would need to identify a gap that maybe these um. tests were done for Australian brush fires but not for Cape Feinbos because mm. the density, the temperature, the humidity, everything is a bit different, the slopes are different, etc. So it might be that you take their data and you conduct that same set of experiments but with a different type of burn material to establish whether your data matches theirs, whether Feinbos burns hotter or better or worse or, or whatever the case is. And that is what the literature review would be. You yes. would look at the data very carefully to work out what aspect of that experiment do I need to replicate because their data is good because it's published in this journal, this journal, this journal, and it's been cross-referenced and double-checked. And mm. for me to do my research, that is the problem. But applied to South Africa, it would be for different burning conditions, different environmental conditions. And I've now got an idea as to what apparatus I need to do, what my experimental matrix is. And that's the literature review completely different to design yeah, well exactly i mean okay so in a very basic sense with in a design type situation i see a it's called a lit review for consistency's sake here but i also i don't call it one other um but that gathering of information the information that the that trawling is of base, google exactly that, that base pool of information for design it is how i'm going to substantiate the decisions uh, I make in um, my development. I want to do X versus Y. I chose X. My research that 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 pool of information helps substantiate that. When in undertaking research, however, that pool of information that is helping me then identify the sort of gaps and things, and that that's a large part of it. Um, design. There's less of an identification of gaps. Um, as it were, it's this is information needed. We don't actually want to identify gaps because we're not investigating those. We want to use what information there is to build an argument. In research, we're finding the gaps in our data so that when our data is uh, find or when we're presenting our results for our research, we are showing how that has filled the gap because we've now identified. We say, okay, this there is a gap here. We don't know this. Now we do know this based on our results. That is the sort of purposes, that sort of uh, closing the loop um, or filling in the gap, uh, which is what it does. So it, it is a very different role in that. Um, and I guess it's a good reason that we do change the name, uh, certainly in design, uh, because they solve very, very different purposes. 
yeah and i mean the amount of relative effort that you would you would spend on it is is different as well like you know to to unpack a problem for design i don't think you need to spend a whole lot of time looking for things because um you just just try and solve a problem to work out what the solution should be um it is not going to take you three months of researching to figure it out um, no whereas for a search you obviously need to have you know if, if it's in a field where someone has done some work like this yeah. before you actually need to understand as much as they did or more yeah and and that, that that takes a long time to to develop and the big mistake that some students make is ah oh, they did this experiment i'm just going to replicate it but did you actually mm-hmm. understand why they did that experiment because if that does not come through then you haven't justified why you're even um, planning or, or, or trying to conduct an experiment and to me that's a big issue because a lot of students well, say yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to test these the, these are my objectives this is my experimental yeah. matrix and you think but why mm. why on earth yeah well, what was the problem what, what have you you know what have you identified here as being an issue um, and, and how have you solved that that, that particular problem um, through research through the g- gathering of information um, yeah in terms then of the you know yes there, there is the role of design and des, you know in that design would come into if we look at that now there is the design of research equipment which we've discussed in the past and the certain things you'd consider but the design of an approach now so let, let's say you've got your your problem I, I know what you know there is this gap there are fires in Cape Town versus fires in Australia versus fires in California. Uh, what is the difference? Fine, I now know that there's that problem. Now we need to look at the development of that or that research approach, our methodology. Yeah, uh, and that I think is that that's that's it's a design thing. Well, um, I mean, to to me, the the big thing about the the. I mean, we see it with design as well. Students don't understand what a methodology is. Yeah. Um, and and I've used this this example before for the third year is that you know if let's assume you and I wanted to eat an elephant for breakfast, that's wonderful. I'm sure we could come up with a set of procedures <laughs> how to how to get an elephant into some form of thing that we could have for breakfast, right? Sure. But the methodology is how. Yeah. How are we going? transport find elephant get elephant to play yeah. nice how do we transport elephant um or everything that is the, mm. the the methodology and for yeah. design a lot of students will say uh first i'm going to un- understand the problem then i'll do a urs no 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 those are report yeah. headings that's not yes. how you're going to design it and most students misunderstand um the methodology in research as well for a set of procedures yeah, I will turn on equipment. I will press button two. I will turn dial five and wait five minutes. Turn dial five back. Press button two and stop the experiment. That, that's, that's that's procedure. That's right. And they uh, won't think that. Oh well, actually, I needed to make a left-handed backwards inside-out pita tube that I had to you know make myself to be able to get yeah. into the wake of this particular thing, and I had to do it this particular way and move it backwards mm-hmm. rather than forwards because of x y and z and then what i did is i replicated where those measurements were taken in my cfd model to check that they matched the student won't explain that and that is methodology no. 
the methodology yeah. is how you got that data, why you compared this one to that one, and the fact that you knew you had to link a physical measurement in a tunnel from that exact same measurement in the CFD flow field to know that the experiment worked according to plan. That would be one aspect of methodology, which is part of the kind of verification section. Um, mm. You know, how you actually do the experiments. Um, there's the procedure and then there's the method for, okay, why even wind tunnel test? Yeah. Why even put a tray of sand in the sun and wait three weeks before doing X, Y, and Z um, for, for, for your project? And, and again, that comes down to the planning of, of well, an experiment. There is another aspect to research which is important and, it, and it's part of that methodology aspect in that research is all very big into verification or validation of what you've done. Um, and in part, the way I tend to view it is that I want to be able to give enough information that someone to be able to validate what I did using the same procedures. So it's, it's not about did I turn the machine on for five minutes or did I turn the machine on for three minutes? It's not even that I turned the machine on. It's that I used that machine. Now that implies I used it correctly and all that. So let's, yes. you know, we, we run on that assumption. Um, but why did I use that machine instead of mach the other machine? Why did I use a machine in the first place? As you say, why did I use a wind tunnel? Um, it's explaining those things to show that the person doesn't then need to question it in terms of the, the validation. Um, it's, this was done for this purpose. Yes, I agree that is the, the correct way of doing it. Um, it's in the same way as design where you are, you're validating your choice and options for concepts where we use uh, you know, we, we're trying to back up that the route we've taken is correct. You want to back it up by saying that if you were to repeat this experiment, you'd get the same results. I'm not trying to hide something. Um, and that's part of what methodology then is. Um, but it's not, as you say, a procedure. It's also not the observations, um, you know, what I saw. It's this is how you do it or the, and this is why you do it. Yeah, 100% right. Um, so what would you say the sort of big difference between um, uh, design and research would be uh, in terms of the comparisons between, let's call it the sort of high level down to low level um, type problems we would have in design um, in research? Sure, okay. Um, your high level would be, I'd say, your maybe your preliminary test it's your validation the equipment's working check the cfd is giving you the right set of answers the wind tunnel is got a good um flow velocity profile and things like that um it, it's that understanding that there is if i'm going to pull any kind of cert or uh reliability out of the data i know how accurate it is or how uh, what what the uncertainty is I'd maybe say that would probably be high level. I, I would agree with you. I would say that the actual experiment that you do is a concept at mid-level. And then your apparatus yeah. that you use, the layout, etc., would then be the low-level stuff. And obviously the high level would be why that experiment? Why yes. that experiment for that problem? Okay, I see, yeah. um, mm. and, and I think that's a thing that students often miss. Is I mean, we've seen it many times where a student will pick up a piece of, of, um, of apparatus and what the student inadvertently does is instead of using that apparatus constraint to affect the kind of actual experiment, that the, the student actually affects the problem. 
Yeah. And and we see that all the yeah. time where actually the student loses focus on what the problem was and what is the right way to get correct data. All of a sudden, mm. oh, well, yeah, there was only one strain gauge, so I did this. Yes, but if you use one strain gauge, you, you're not getting pure bending out of this. You're getting combined loading. Did you think about that? Yeah. No, but my results matched FEA. So? Yeah. And and that happens very often. Um, and, and I think it's 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 all too easy in, in, in research because the actual physical objects in the design actually exist. But the students yeah. don't view it as a design problem. You know, when, no. when, we're, when we're busy designing, I don't know, a brand new mini Baja car, something like that, the thing doesn't exist. It's a set of pretty pictures in CAD. Exactly. Um, yeah. But for a research project, oh, there's actually a car chassis. There are actually bits and pieces of it. And the decisions that we make are, are strange because we almost forget that it's a, it's, it's a physical design. Mm. Yeah, you work, yeah, you're working with a system that there are reasons behind it. It's almost uh, sort of, all right, it has to be correct. There can't be any other alternative to it. This is, this is it. I've got that one strain gauge. Therefore, that has to be the correct number. Um, let me just attach it, apply load. Well, obviously, that's the correct answer now um, and move forward. I, I guess maybe it's an uh, yeah. understanding. Yeah, it, it it certainly is. I mean, we've we've seen so many experiments where, you know, the experiment itself was good, but it was inappropriate for the problem. Yeah, but it's very easy to get to get lost because oh well, this seemed like the next step. Uh-huh. You know, and for my research project, I think I needed some CFD images, so I just did some CFD. You know, and you sit there scratching your head with like, and why on earth did you do it this way? Mm. Um. Yeah, so that that's an interesting thing. But I I think the moral of the story is that you know design is all about problem solving, and and the, a big factor which catches students out is not actually solving the problem um, before diving into all the stuff which they call research, and and they see it yeah. as as research being completely independent from design, when actually the mm. design skill is is definitely required in the skill of research, and Very vice versa. So. Yeah. But they aren't oh, separate. Yeah. You don't stop design and do research. They they do happen at the same time. No, no, no. Very much, right. and vice versa. It, it's a concurrent um, thing. There there are sub skills as part of each that um, draw from other courses and and other fields of knowledge and things that that worked independently of themselves. But in the generalized high level sense, research and design are not independent. Um, yeah. You cannot do research without design, and vice versa. You cannot do design without research. Um, That's to true. And, or another. and out of all the engineering students that that we've been, you know, um, you know, gotten to know over the years, I'd say there are very few students that are very good at both. Oh yeah, no, I'd no, say no, almost all yeah. students are good at one of of the two. Um, they mm. they certainly get by on the other one, but. Um, you know, normally each person is either a design kind of person or a research kind of person. Um, and there are very few that are absolutely brilliant at, at both. And I think that can change w- with that realization. It's certainly a, a change for me with that yes. realization of how, you know, I, I, I would rather do design nine times out of 10, 99 times out of 100 uh, compared to research. But with the realization or, or that sort of viewing the application to design into research, you end up seeing a lot more value in the research and, and what it can then do and applying those skills which you enjoy as part of design into it you become very good at research yes um so but yeah 
I think that then finishes off this particular topic. Hopefully you found it useful and you can maybe start applying it in your own courses. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks so much. Cheers.